0: and welcome to Leadership and Lattes. I am Danielle Lord, and I am pleased to be joined with my co-hosts today, Trisha Ryan and Crystal Roberts. And we also have some great guests who are going to be joining us a little bit later in the podcast, and I'll introduce them uh, when the time is right. But for now, uh, welcome to the show, welcome to the conversation, and it is a beautiful day here in the Pacific Northwest. So grab a cup or perhaps even a glass in this case because it's warm. I have water in mine, <laughs> and uh, sit back and and enjoy the conversation. So. With that in mind, uh, Trishna, Crystal, anything you'd add before we get kicked off and launched into our conversation today?
1: No, just excited to have our um, special guest with us
0: indeed indeed well we'll get to them in just a few minutes so uh interesting conversation that came up uh, earlier this week between crystal trisha and i was this uh around this article that came out and uh the the authors were introducing this idea of Um, In the the current ethos or the macro environment that we currently find ourselves in right now, employees, employers are, uh, have denoted this time and what employees are experiencing as languishing. And I think... um, Trisha, Crystal and I all had kind of a bit of a visceral reaction to that and um, there's some there's real power in words and when I heard that and we started talking about it my first response was well this isn't uh collectively something that employees just decided we were going to do this is something that has been uh we've been kind of thrust into this environment in, of lockdowns and essential workers and um <laughs> lockouts in some cases if you will um but uh, so I just, I want to draw attention to that because I would hate for that kind of that languishing concept to be out there in the, the ethereal world, if you will, and, and people somehow looking at employees as the ones that are languishing, when in fact, I think employees across the states, and probably the world for that matter, have shown remarkable resilience mm-hmm. uh, to the things that are occurring right now. And so I just wanted to get your thoughts, because again, I think we all had some some different ideas on that, and I think we can put some um, additional organizational leadership language around this idea of employees languishing. And for those who couldn't see me, I did put air quotes around that. <laughs> so I just don't think that's the case at all. So, Tricia, languishing, what comes to mind for you? And, and how would you redefine that for leaders? Oh, you
2: were so right when you said that, that um, you know, words have power. And when I heard that and when I read it, I my reaction was, just absolutely stunned. I really don't like that word. I don't think that it's positive in any way. And in fact, it almost puts people in a place that if they if they attach themselves to that word, they become victims of it, or they can be. Yeah. And you if know, yeah. that happens, then where's the accountability? And so um, I think that there's so many things that people have done over the past several months that um, in spite of everything that was hitting them from all directions, they have found ways to thrive. And for me, it's more of that not knowing, right? So if I go back to a Bridges model, I look at that as that neutral zone. You know, what is that muddy, murky middle that we don't even know what's going to happen? I'd rather be there. I can, I can do something with that. Languishing, hmm, not so much. Crystal, what do you think?
1: A little bit of
2: a yeah,
0: yeah. So the neutral zone. And so for those who aren't familiar with that concept, we covered this topic managing organizational transitions. I want to say it was late fall timeframe when we talked about um, the neutral zone and what occurs and what people experience. And I think you're exactly, I think you're spot on with that neutral zone. That's exactly where we are. And um, this is a, a collective experience. Um, and we're finding that people are. We're, uh, oh, the word just completely escaped. We're experiencing this collectively as a very human psychological response to something that we have been um, put in the center of. So I, I think you're right with the, We're in the neutral zone. So, uh, again, I'd encourage any of our listeners to go back and listen to that uh, topic, Managing Organizational Transitions. So if you want to get yourself familiar with that. So, Crystal, what came to mind for you as uh, we kind of started to explore this topic and talk about it?
1: Well, I think, um, Daniel, what you were saying around um, the human condition, I, that's kind of more where I, when I was reading about languishing, that's more where I'm coming from is that as we think about languishing and at that middle, as we talked about, you were just talking about that, is that there is this spectrum that people are on in this human condition, everything from, uh, you know, from starting with uh, depression to the, to the flourishing, right? That's that continuum. And uh, we know from some research that was done by Better BetterUp, uh, which is a coaching firm, that about 55% of their, um, their clients are in that, uh, that sort of middle section of languishing. So lots of people are, are in that state right now. And I, so I, for me, I think, um, and why it resonated with a lot of people was because it, it did put a word to it that people, when they were ta- thinking about why am I feeling this fog um, what is that? What's going on? Why do I lack motivation? I'm not burned out completely. I'm not depressed. I'm just kind of meh. And so um, from that perspective, I really did like at least that exploration to think about how do, what do we put uh, a name on that? And I think the other thing, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about this, maybe in this uh, podcast or the next, but as we look at coaching and as we look at the Hudson um, cycle of change, you know, and that's all about the human condition too. And so there's also, they speak to this as well. Um, They use different terms than languishing, but this um, where you are sort of stuck, a little bit stuck and you can't kind of figure out, not sure what it is to move on and get out of. So uh, that cycle. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. So I think there's a lot of different, and that article you were referring to was um, Adam Grant Um, a lot of different people have talked about this sort of human place, um, and COVID has also, you know, it's a really brought it to the forefront for people to really, um, think about it collectively, I think, in a way that we just haven't in the past. Um, so I think this gives us an opportunity to revisit some of those, um, different, um, theoretical models and say, well, how does this, how does this relate to what we're going through right now uh, in the middle of COVID? And how do we help people who there's probably more people than any time ever um, that are stuck in this I'm going to use the word languishing, (laughs) stuck with this languishing, right?
0: In the messy middle.
1: (laughs) In the messy middle, in the doldrums, in, you know, how other people describe it. So, um, you know, really figuring out that uh, it's normal, it's human. And sometimes that's the first place to start is just say, hey, it's okay to not be okay. And uh, which we hear, we're hearing that a lot, right? It's okay to not be okay. I think the other thing I wanted to just reach back to, and again, we can talk more about this, but I do think this continuum is a really important concept for us to sort of unpack. And we heard a lot from Katie Kilty in our last podcast about this, uh-huh, uh-huh. about uh, mental wellness and mental uh, well-being as a continuum and really um, not just a this or that. And I think that whole concept of the continuum, as well as holding two things at the same time. So as, um, Trisha, you were talking about, um, are we languishing? Are we flourishing? Are we this? Are we that? It's really this being able to hold both of those things that we can flourish in some things. And at the same time, we can be struggling. So thinking about those things, that's what I'm thinking about.
0: yeah oh that's so well said and i'm glad you brought up uh the the katie kilty interview that we did uh last time around and because i think this is a great continuation into the uh you know kind of the the ethics and the responsibility that leaders have are doing all right so great that, you know, we have um, employee employees and, and probably even leaders with their employees too, but um, managers and such in organizations that are probably all experiencing this somewhere on, on this continuum of um, where they're at. But I thought, you know, so we so often focus on the employees and and um, let's i thought it, great opportunity with our guests today um and i'll let them introduce themselves or maybe you'd like to have the uh, the opportunity to introduce them crystal but to fi- to hear from our guests we have some younger guests with us today uh, one is a recent graduate with a masters degree in architecture architecture design architectural engineering <laughs> one of those i'll let you give us the the more specifics and one who is about to graduate from high school and again uh, so we have two two endings and some beginnings that are coming up as, as one enters the workforce and one enters university and thinking about what the workforce will look like for him in uh four years so it really giving us a different perspective to hear from a younger generation and what they've experienced over the last uh year and a half <laughs> so crystal would you like to introduce our guest today and uh i'll let you have those uh, mom honors
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like you said, we thought it would be interesting to actually, as we think about languishing and also thinking about it from the um, transition uh, model around bridges and being in the middle. So um, these, are, these are two of my children, and um, that they can think about it from not only what it was like uh, and what it is like to be living through COVID but also um, the added transition of um, where they're at in their lives with this recent, mm-hmm. um, recent graduate and um, soon to be recent graduate. So <laughs> uh, with me today, we have uh, Madison Roberts. So she, um, as Danielle said, just graduated with her master's in architecture and is, uh, taking just a couple months off here during the summer and will be starting a job in the fall and um so then and uh also world travel i'll just say I'm just adding <laughs> world traveler she's been <laughs> she to a lot of different places and study abroad and that's been um really shaped who she is i think um and then uh, we have our tech person for our podcast which is my son chance um that's what he, we call him chance His, uh, anybody listening who doesn't know him by chance his um, formal name is Ari, so Ari Roberts, and, um, so he, we appreciate that he's done a great job, uh, with the website and with our tech stuff, and we're glad to have him on the other side of this, um, where we can interview him a little bit, um, so he's done some really interesting things during this, um, messy middle time, and he'll be graduating in June, um, also with, a full IB, IB diploma, so, um, He also plays tennis and is in the middle of a season. So we're lucky to actually have a season and um, is an entrepreneur. So we'll let him talk about that. So Maddie, how would you like to, anything else you'd like to add about who you are? (laughs) I don't think so.
0: (laughs) So welcome to the podcast, sitting on a different side, especially for Chance, and I was thinking earlier about this, like, boy, I hope we're up to speed with our tech stuff um, uh, come September or <laughs> when uh, Chance is off to uni, so... <laughs> So welcome to the podcast, Chance and Maddie, and yeah, again, I'd love to hear your experiences as you think about this idea of being in the middle and and coming out on the other side as um, recent graduates and uh, entering the workforce. So anyone care to jump in first? Chance, you look eager to go. Oh,
2: (laughs)
1: question is what um, specifically.
0: As you listen to this idea of, of as the, the word we don't like languishing or kind of being in the neutral zone or, or um, in the doldrums as, as uh, Crystal mentioned and you think about uh, coming into the workplace, um, uh, what what comes to mind for you as, as you think about that? That's a, a label you might get when you come into the workplace as, as a, an employee who's languishing or anything, does anything come to mind as you think about that?
3: Um, I mean, entering, going into college is going to be interesting because the fact that we've almost had two years off of school. um. yeah half realistically but we only got the beginning of our junior year so i think going into majors is going to be very interesting um because we're switching from online school to very prestigious and in person almost suddenly uh i'll be switching to you know all days of going into school so i think that's going to be an interesting thing but i think it's i don't know uh, as we have teachers and other staff members tell our class you know it's going to be scary it's going to be difficult I think more of us are more excited for the aspect of finally getting into the difficult parts, because I think it's not the fact that we're gonna be pushed that's the hard part. I think everybody's looking forward to the push and having something more steady. Because I think that the real, the, is they're worried about our class right now is because we're not performing to what they think we would be as like a senior class at the end of the year, but it's it's not because we can't do it, It's because there's almost nothing to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's almost the lack of like, this is what we need to get done is why kids are not doing so well so i think once we get into college it's actually going to be quite shocking because i think kids are going to finally have like a goal and a thing to push towards and so everyone's gonna really kick it into gear and that's what all my friends and i talk about is how we're excited for college and to actually have these classes that we really have to sit down and focus on versus here's a homework assignment that's due in four weeks so yeah
1: Yeah. yeah one of the things that has been so challenging has been all of the uncertainty i think and that that actually adds to the the languishing the feeling of not having specific goals especially short term goals yeah that's been a that's been a really interesting part as everybody sort of and that's what we've all felt with, right where we're things are changing by the minute but yeah. you know, on the other hand we don't know when it's going to be over so this uncertainty about what the next week looks like yeah
2: yeah, I have a question. Yeah. For, well, both, oh. for both Maddie and, and Chance, and, and that is over this last year, you both had to deal with probably in some cases, and I know in Chance's case, and I think for you too, Maddie, you had to like take your classes offline and you, you were completely away from uh, any social um, gatherings or anything. And I'm wondering, you know, I'm sure that that probably was not ideal, but I'm wondering how, if you, if you had any insights or if there was anything that you're doing differently as a result of that that kind of informs where you're going from this point on.
4: Yeah I think just having this bit of space because I didn't have that much of a social life here um it gave me a lot of opportunity just to think about what I want to do kind of moving forward um so I think that was a benefit is I got to think about like where do I want to work and what kind of values does this place have that I want to be a part of? Um, Mm -hmm. I think throughout this past year, there's been a lot of um, like social issues that have come up in terms of social justice um, and thinking about the climate and climate change that have just become more clear um, throughout this past year and so thinking about how do I want to incorporate that in my life moving forward? You know, these are things that are important to me and I want to address through architecture and so what type of places will allow me to do that or how could I bring that into a firm um, when that's more focused on a sort of mission moving forward so I think that's um, what's been both both um, pretty much beneficial during this time is I've been given time to kind of consider what I want to be doing moving forward.
1: Yeah excellent yeah that and that makes so much sense I was thinking about that with you chance as well you know one of the things that we're kind of um that we would say in this uh similar to the languishing is this in the middle time which is oftentimes a time when you don't have as much structure where it can be a, a time of great creativity and innovation and i know that you have um utilized that time as well like maddie was just saying that it gave her the chance uh, with some of the other things that were going on, like the social justice issues, to really think about well and get clarity around what, what she wants to do going forward. So how have you um, used this time to help you clarify that? I know you've done some interesting things around being an entrepreneur. You wanna talk a little bit about
3: that? Yeah, I've done like two really big things in the course of quarantine. And I know originally going in junior year, you know, you still want to be looking at universities. I was looking at computer science as my main degree because I was very into technology. Um, But it was in the very beginning of quarantine, I really started like pursuing my passions and like what I wanted to research in, uh, just what I was more curious about and learned that I was very much more interested in space rather than uh, computers because computers would have been, I saw it more as a day job. And I realized that if I was going to work for the rest of my life on something, I wouldn't want to do something I just view as my day job. It's something I do as my passion. So I figured out that, I mean, through all that time doing research and figuring out and talking to people on like LinkedIn and all this crazy stuff, um, I, I got to the point where I want to try and do astrophysics, which is going to be very difficult, but it's something I'm very passionate in and I continue to find curiosity there. And then, uh, I also with Madison, we started a, uh, clothing company. It's called space gnomes, um, shameless <laughs> What plug. is it called again? uh, Oscar launch coming out soon. Anyways, uh, <laughs>
1: Trisha was asking what's the name again?
3: Uh, Space Gnomes Co. Uh, yeah. And it's, it, it's been interesting. Not gonna lie. Um, I am officially the business owner of it, though, which is pretty cool feeling. But, um, yeah, we make like sweatshirts and stuff and originally came up as a joke. And then we made a, a sketch and then we sat down with an iPad and uh, some drawings came out and then we're like, you know what? let's send it let's throw it on some sweatshirts and then people were like this is," really
2: cool.
3: <laughs> and um yeah so now we're going to do our second launch soon uh just got to finish the stencils and then those will be pretty much ready to go um and so we'll start doing that so i think having both of those things though but definitely the physics part for where i am right now and where i'm going to be going is something that that's played a big role and where i wanted to go is having that time to research and find my own curiosity and i also realized how much i do enjoy doing doing things that researching what I want to do outside of school, which I think has been a very weird thing to juggle with like going back to school and then not going back to school is because I want to do my own passions. And when you're a senior with two months left, there's not really a whole lot that high school, you know, has for you. And so um, that's been probably an interesting standpoint, but I think it's also helped because I, I know what I want to do when I get into college. And then now I can sink my time into getting to that end goal of that degree and then pursuing further degrees afterwards.
0: Thank you. Nice. Great. I, I love the stories that you both told, um, Chance and Maddie, both of you, because it I think it really speaks to how we can use time to go kind of introspectively or inward and really think deeply um, about the what and the how of doing things. And I think if, if there was one message I would um ask leaders to take away from the stories that you both told is that this this isn't languishing. That's two examples of really Using that neutral zone space and, and transitioning through you taking the time to further reflect on uh, your career aspirations, Maddie thinking about uh, the, the types of values that uh, in an organization that you want to be working for. That to me really speaks to the fact that of resiliency. That as as humans, regardless of the the condition that we're all going through, what we come away with is something that is so much better uh, and and more powerful and stronger. So I just an affirmation that that is such a wrong word <laughs> to be using so leaders as a takeaway I think is is just get away don't don't hear that word <laughs> think of it in an entirely different context so um. well and
2: you mentioned earlier Danielle that you know we're really talking about you know people have actually been resilient and I think here are two examples of resilience in action it's like you know you both of you, Maddie and Chance have had, you know, those setbacks, and you had things in front of you. And some people might not flourish in that. They might, they might actually sit back and look yeah. around them. And where are they right now? They may be in a worse place. You just don't know. But you weren't willing to sit back and have that happen. And what I like is that you actually took charge of your future. And um, I know there are a lot of people that are in both of those age groups that that are still wondering what do I want to do when I grow up? And I think that you both got a pretty good handle and I'm sure Neil deGrasse Tyson would love (laughs) to have a sweatshirt chance. I hope
3: so. That'd be a great conversation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's a hero, man. I love that guy.
1: (laughs) So I have, I have one other, and I, of course I have inside knowledge. So I'm, I'm asking this question with a certain, um, a certain perspective, but one of the things that Hudson talked about um, when they looked at their cycle of change in the middle of COVID was that one of the things that um, was really important during this time in order to thrive or survive was small pivots to take to do small pivots. And so do you guys want to talk at all about that? Like what were the small pivots that you made in your life?
4: Uh, throughout COVID?
1: Or? I was thinking specifically, yeah, throughout COVID, uh, one of the things, Maddie, that I'm aware of is um, the, that you decided to take a job uh, that you might not have pursued um, during during COVID. You want to talk a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, so one thing that I knew was going to be important for me through COVID was having some social, some sort of social outlet Um, And something that I've always been super interested in is kind of outdoor recreation and kind of the equipment that goes with that. Um, So when we got news that it was all gonna be virtual um, in the fall of 2020, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I decided that I was gonna apply for um, an outdoor recreation um, job where I would uh, be like a rental shop attendant there. Um, And through that was such an amazing experience because I got to meet um, different people who are already really involved with the outdoors. Um, and yeah, it was kind of just a way for me to have that, a little bit of a social outlet because I was um, always in my apartment besides when I was headed off to my job. So there was a lot of benefits to that. And that's something that I probably wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have the time to have, um, an extra job on the side. Um, so that that was something that was good that came out of COVID for sure.
1: Yeah. So, and I, so I thought that was an interesting pivot to, to be, and one of the, mm-hmm. you know, the learnings from that are something we can take forward, uh, not only for leaders to think about, hmm, how could I think about the needs of my um, employees and um, help them make those small pivots that would help them thrive, right? To go from mm-hmm. to thriving, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, Chance, is there anything around? I mean, you did a lot of, a lot of small pivots. Is there anything that comes to mind for you?
3: I don't know if it's pivots, but I know like tennis has been something that's kind of been an out, like Madison said, her social out was working. Um, mine was playing tennis. I have a, I have a good coach that I'm pretty good friends with as well as he's my coach. Um, and so I spent a lot of time on the courts, um, and I kind of found that like through Corona, I, I always knew I loved to play tennis, but I didn't realize how much of a out it was for everything. Um social and everything it's just it's like a blank it's like a new start every time you stepped on and you know everything came back when you stepped off but it was a it was a nice break and so i think i found i found that because tennis was always off and on with the different phases we have here and um so i think that's i mean there's multiple pivots through that i was kind of learning how i use tennis in multiple ways uh
1: the other one that came to mind actually we were talking was um doing piano lessons through um throughout COVID, so that was something that you picked up again, so another, another outlet, um, for creativity and focus.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've played piano for almost 10 years now, uh, <laughs> and our lovely cat is also here, um, uh, but, yeah, um, <laughs> Yeah, I've played piano for 10 years, and it's definitely been one of my outlets as well. Um, and I've, I've learned a lot, and I finished a piece recently and all that, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, I find that interesting because there are, I, I have a friend who's got a couple of um, sons who, have struggled to find their motivation, you know, during, through this whole thing. It's why bother almost because they were doing everything live and in person. And, um, you know, one of them was football player and, and really liked the athletic side of things and also ran track. And so when it came to COVID and he had the opportunity to run out and run track, he's, he's kind of lost that motivation. And, and, has struggled because of it. And I think, you know, to your point, Chance, I think you're talking about having an outlet, you know, with your, the, the few things that, that you just mentioned, your tennis and your piano, those are great outlets because you, you already know the basics. And if you need to process, you've got a way to process through it, you know, through your music or through your tennis. Um, that to me is... A good message. It's a great message for anybody at any age dealing with something like COVID, or you know, yeah. the the L word, languishing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's a really important reminder that um, when we're going through something like this, the messy middle, or the neutral zone, or whatever we're going to call it, and we're gonna we're gonna re take that name back and, and re own this with a different <laughs> name, but whatever it is. It's not. It's the small things sometimes uh, that are going to get us through that, and I think that's a really good reminder for um, for humans uh, and employee employers or leaders alike is that sometimes when we're going through this craziness in the in the macro environment, we can't look for the small things, celebrate the small wins, as uh, Dr. John Cotter would say. So, you know, uh,
2: I'm wondering if you, either one of you, Chance or Maddie, have any advice for people your age or even people who are older than you who are in the workforce, maybe still making their way up their career ladder and or whatever, you know, trying to find that that passion or trying to grab onto it. Um, do you have any advice for them that could help them maybe make a start?
4: Yeah, I, <laughs> I still feel like I'm on that journey of trying to figure out exactly what my passion is. So I'm not sure if I'd have the best advice but I've just kept trugging along and I think I find different things that I like about um, like different types of architecture and then I'll kind of look a little bit in that direction and I feel like I'm still trying it out and I'll try this one job for a few years if it's not what I like then I'll pivot to something a little bit different
3: but Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I I would say for kids my age um because I haven't we're not as far as long as Madison is, so we don't really have our degrees yet, which means we still got a pretty wide field of options and on what to do. And college or not, you've got a lot of options to go. Not everyone goes to a university, but I don't know. I've learned from talking to my friends, everyone's just kind of realized over this past time that spending time doing something just because it's a job isn't really the best way to go. Because for a while, you know, you think you yeah. love something that for pays sure. well, but then you can live well. And through this time, we realize that's not going to work. Because if you don't enjoy what you do, I mean, through being isolated, you're not gonna, you know, you're pretty much isolated at a work that you don't want to do, and you're you're doing it to yourself. Um, and so I think I think the thing that we've oh, all, yeah. done my generation, yeah. all my friends is that when we you know use our curiosity to find different things and what we really want to be. Um, I think that's where it goes because I've, I've had a lot of friends who all of us were pretty similar in what we want to do in majors and everyone's like that's not what I could do you know it sounds good sounds like money and it sounds like a basic thing you know work from nine to five but after being isolated isolating myself again for the rest of what I'm going to do in the workforce doesn't really sound too fun after corona so I think everyone's kind of the <laughs> idea of work for the money but more work for your passion.
0: Love it. What an awesome, what an awesome way to, uh, to conclude. And that's such a powerful message and it's not just a powerful message uh, for right here, right now. It, that's for everyone is, but there's a, a long saying do what you love and you'll never work another day in your life. So, and, and what a great outcome from everything that we've experienced right now is to move, you know, kind of that, that place of enlightenment, which is, you know, kind of, I think what we're all striving for. So great message. Thank you anything any concluding thoughts you'd share as we uh, we're close to ending our time here so <laughs> any concluding thoughts that you'd share
3: we're almost done Or maybe that was we're it's almost hard to top down. that one almost, <laughs> we're almost done with this between thing and we're almost done with corona so i think that's pretty exciting it hit me today that as we're getting vaccinated and as people are starting to get their stuff um we're moving we're moving forward which is a Which is a big, which is a big feeling because I knew I was pretty worried I wasn't going to get a freshman year of college. And so it feels good. I think we're almost Mm. there. After all the pushing, we're there. So
4: get your vaccine. Yeah, get Get your vaccine. vaccine.
3: Get (laughs) vaccinated. It's awesome to have both. It's, it's freeing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Awesome. Nice. Well, thank you so much. Wow, I just, um, I it just proves to me that, that languishing is the wrong word. I mean, just listening to this and being part of this conversation and all of the great insights that came out of this. And um, we we can we are much better than than that, and uh, no one wants no one wants to have a label foisted upon them like it was, especially when something like this was so out of our control. So thank you so much for joining us, and and hopefully chance will be available uh, through technology for any tech support that we might need uh, come September. So <laughs> we'll
2: send our ten page list right, questions soon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So great. Again, Maddie, Chance, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, in closing today, I just want to remind our audience to send any questions about leadership and uh, leading at, at any point in time, and we'll try and answer them on air in an upcoming podcast. You can send questions to leadershipandlattes at gmail.com. That's leadership and A-N-D, lattes at gmail.com. Uh, I'd also add, I think it might be interesting uh, to see if you've got maybe a topic that would be of interest to you. And I apologize, I'm, I'm throwing this at Crystal and Trisha. They did not know I was going to say this. <laughs> but it, it, there might be just some topics that they'd like to hear more about. So uh, we'd love to hear uh, that as well. Uh, If you'd like to know more about us or the show, please go to the pinnaclecc.com. That's the pinnaclecc.com. And again, our great tech support, uh, uh, person back there, Ari Chance Roberts. Thank you, as always, and I certainly needed your assistance today, so do appreciate it. And lastly, please subscribe to our podcast. It is free. Please share with other leaders like yourself that think you'd benefit from uh, hearing our podcast and, and some of the um, things that, that we are sharing with you. Thanks to Crystal and Trisha for co-hosting with me. Thanks to our guests today, uh, Chance and Maddie. It was great, again, to have your insights and your it's really positive perspective, given everything that we've all been through uh, over the last um, year and a half. Uh, Looking forward to our next podcast, we're going to continue with this theme. And we are going to talk about what you can do as a leader to help folks lead through this messy metal or the neutral zone or the the doldrums that we find ourselves in so we don't get hit with this label of languishing. So how are we going to lead through this? And uh, we're going to bring you some tips and, and techniques and things that you can do to um, make it easier for everyone and uh, really I think make it easier and a little little easier for your organization as well so until then thank you so much it was great to be with you chance Maddie best of luck to both of you in the future and uh, we'll talk with everyone soon thank you so much